0: Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasek and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasek. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag kangas. So today's episode is an AFL men's preview. I obviously did one earlier before about the AFL women's pre- uh, game against Fremantle tomorrow, the all-important game against Fremantle tomorrow. So you can definitely check that out with Loza. Uh, today's one is... Oh, this one. Not today's one. Uh, this one is the men's preview with none other than former player Troy Makepeace. So we went through uh, key matchups. Um, it was actually good, really good to get an ex-player's perspective on it all and... Uh, yeah, I tried to single out like a Jaden Stevenson and you know saying that uh, he wasn't called out for his uh, undisciplined behaviour against the Swans, but uh, he sort of said no, it would have happened in, in internally. So yeah, no, it was really good to get his perspective on little things like that. He's a very smart individual. He's Troy, and a very passionate North supporter as well. Now, so yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, it was a really good chat. I really enjoyed it, um, and yeah, no, it was um, fantastic to. Get his yeah, get his perspective on on it all, and uh, yeah, possible and um, how we might uh, get over the line against uh, the Hawks on Sunday. Anyways, I won't hold you listeners up anymore. I'll bring on Troy right now. All right, so I'm joined here by Troy Makepeace. So Troy, we're just going through a bit of a season uh, preview uh, podcast today. Uh, obviously, the teams came out today uh, for the round one team against Torfham. Uh, any surprises for you as far as selection goes? Uh,
1: I think the the one sort of bigish surprise is Powell uh, being named yep. emergency. Now yeah, I think he's uh, uh you know obviously he's a very talented footballer and. Um, not sure what the thinking might be behind that. Uh, obviously, we're not in the in the sanctum, so we, we don't really know. But yeah, that that was an interesting one for me. I I think he's um, yeah one of our uh, valuable midfielders.
0: Yeah, I mean, he might be um, a medical sub. I'm not so sure. Are you su- are you more surprised that they've gone in with the three tours, Callum Cohen, Jones, Tristan Sherry, and Todd Goldstein? Uh
1: yes and no. Um, I think now is a good time to to have a look at it. Um, I know, you know, we're playing for points, so obviously we we, we want to win. Um, yeah. there's, yeah. you know, there's, there've been talks about it, you know, throughout, uh, the preseason through outside the football club and also though inside the football club, can it work? Will it not work? Who knows, mate? Uh, I think we're going to find out on, on Sunday. Um, yeah. There's potential there. You can see why. Uh, yeah, it might be a masterstroke, but it might be a, a, a failure as well. So who knows? Yeah,
0: is it? Look, this, this is what concerns me. Is it too, too, like, I know they're, as far as talent goes, they're probably in your best 22, but is there too many square pegs in round holes where you're trying to fit uh, players like Todd Goldstein, not a proven forward? Tristan Cherry struggled as a forward last year. You had Callum, Coleman, Jones, has had a couple of games for Richmond. Um, yeah. It, are we sort of just trying to fit it all in and see what happens, or do you think it's uh, it's it's worth a shot?
1: I think um, potentially Sherry's game last week might have thrown a bit of a spanner in the works yeah, I think in, right. in that sense. But then when you you listen to people talk about his preseason, you know, people, you know, the, the players are saying he will be in their top three or four in terms of um, yeah. players that have performed really well over the preseason. So he's he sounds like he's earned his spot. Uh, Callum Coleman-Jones, he, you know, he's a, a bit of an unknown in terms of um, you know, being his first year. So he might, I would look at it, maybe he would play more forward than Ruck, mm. uh, particularly with how Sherry went last year. We know what Goldstein puts out uh, week in, week out. So maybe, like from an outside's point of view, maybe uh, Goldstein and Sherry swapping off the bench. Um, Coleman-Jones playing predominantly um, forward, benching it in the ruck.
0: Yeah. Do you think they could play possibly even two of them up forward at a time, like uh, Callum Coleman jones and maybe a Todd Goldstein and then Sherry as a ruck? Or do you think it's just, no, one's going to be in a bench at all all times, rotating? The
1: the big key would be, um, and this has been a bit of a a downfall for for us in the last 12 months, the big key would be how we get the ball inside um, forward 50 yeah yeah of course so you can get in there quickly and not allow uh someone like sicily to be able to drop off yeah. and uh, and come across and spoil then potentially that'll that'll work the other the other key would be the weather um being at the g yeah. uh yeah open to the elements so if it was at uh, Had uh or marvel um yeah definitely it can be a, a big factor and and sort of play in our favor because you're not
0: open to the elements yeah, 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 that's true. I'm not too sure what the weather forecast is supposed to be on Sunday, so I haven't looked too closely at that. So, I mean, there's always that factor of a bit of a wind or something like that. So, yeah, it's an interesting decision, and I'm not too sure how it's going to go, But because uh, I, I can't remember the last time that's ever really worked, that you can play three Ruckman in the one team. Uh-huh. So, yeah. well, that's I mean, mean it's 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 worth-
1: it's- <laughs> Yeah, I- exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, like you said, it's probably worth a try, round one. I thought they were going to try, but I don't think it was going to happen round one. I thought they might wait a few weeks um, to see. Yeah. And like you said, I, I thought they might have got an extra midfielder, like a Tom Powell, into the team, into the 22. So
1: Again, like you said before, maybe that's why he might be named as a medical sub. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I like think he will one be. One of the three yeah, calls might
1: like, uh, conveniently, conveniently get a yeah, bit of a knock or something like that and be yeah. subbed out. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can, yeah, you can, uh, you can work around it, can't you? So, yeah, if half time, and it's not working. Then, uh, yeah, we can always say, "Oh, Colin, Colin Jones has still got a knee issue, or or, or whatever he had uh, a few yeah. weeks ago." So, yeah, well, um, yeah, well, definitely, it's made things very interesting. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, sorry. Um, so after the pre season, are you worried about the season after an performance against the D's, which obviously you watched yeah. and, and I've seen you tweeted about, and obviously another loss against the Swans, which was a bit of bit of performance, but do you sort have you tempered your expectations a bit?
1: Um, no, I think the expectations are still there. Like I still yeah. expect us to to I, I would expect us to win more games than what we did last year. Um, yeah. The I guess nothing really worked out well for us against Melbourne, apart from mm-hmm. probably the first five minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. She was all downhill from there. Um, yeah. Obviously, the improvement against Sydney would have been expected. If they didn't improve, I would be very worried. Yeah. Um, they did improve, but there was still some, obviously, work to be done. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the the one thing I'm worried about uh, is was – what I was worried about last year was um, our ball use, uh, particularly coming into the corridor, was a bit haphazard uh, and almost forced. It felt like we sort of forced the issue rather than let it just flow and it didn't, particularly against Melbourne, I I have to preface this by saying that I didn't watch a lot of the Sydney game. Um, But, yeah, the, the Melbourne game in particular, we sort of, Tried to force the issue a little bit, and it and it didn't work. And we know Melbourne just um, blitzed us on on the uh, turnover and and made us pay for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean it was um it was a different kettle of fish uh, playing against them, especially those bigger bodies. We, we because we we're missing a few players like LDU Simpkin, and so forth. We had a yeah you know, a probably second midfield that came yeah. into that game, and yeah, they're big bodies like Petraka and Oliver, we couldn't hold a tackle against them. They were just too strong. So yeah, I mean. This is my thing, I don't mind playing a top, you know, like you, you're going to get Melbourne probably be right up there. The Swans are usually a top six team, so it's obviously a tough pre-season against tough teams. Is that, uh, that's that's usually a good thing. Oh, I see it as a positive playing against the good teams to get really good hit outs. Do you see it the same way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we, uh, so being uh, North Melbourne or any team uh, lower, playing against a top tier team, like the Swans and Melbourne, like you mentioned, I think we get more out of it than what Melbourne potentially get yeah. out of it playing against a, a lower side as such. So, yeah, I, I think that exposure for those midfielders you mentioned earlier on, you, you know, uh, played against the premiership midfield um, from last year. So that exposure to to them and just the the little nuances, you know, the, the little um, push-offs, you know, working un- a player underneath the stoppage and uh, work rate right away from a stoppage, that sort of thing is, would be uh, a real good learning curve um, you know, for guys like Jason Horn francis who went through there, yeah. um, Kyle uh, Phillips, you know, those, those guys would um, would have got gained a hell of a lot of experience out of that uh, two-hour game.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, especially like uh, we, we've seen intra club matches. I, I think you've seen some of them, and you've yep. seen Will Phillips. He had that extra couple of seconds to get rid of a ball, whereas against Melbourne, he didn't have that time, and he got caught a couple of no. times. And, and yeah, that, that's and that's that's a learning curve for these players. That yeah, uh, you, know, you play against the top teams, you don't have as much time as you think to get rid of the ball. So yeah, I Understood. mean that, that'll that'll come uh, over time. But uh, unfortunately, Will Phillips is as. Uh, yeah, been diagnosed yeah. with Angela Fevers. But uh, apparently he's going okay and he should be back at training next week, they were saying. so. Uh,
1: it's fantastic. He's looked really, really good. Really come cool. along from last year and uh, really excited to see his progression this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, he he definitely looked good in the intra-club matches. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're definitely hoping that uh, he could step up and give us a bit more depth in the midfield. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later. I want to talk to you about one player, uh, in particular, Jared Polak. Now, yeah. I do think he set the world on fire in the pre-season games. Uh, intra-club matches, he looked all right and apparently had a really good pre-season. Um, after the second pre-season game, uh, I can't remember which reporter asked him um, how he's travelling and, and David Noble pretty much said, yeah, he's playing round one. He's done everything yeah. we've asked of him. Um, if that was you, how would you feel if uh, a coach endorsed you like, like that? And is that a confidence, confidence play for him as well, doing it publicly?
1: Uh, yeah, Absolutely, I'd feel really good about where I'm at in the sense that um, it's sort of reward, obviously, for the preseason he's had. Uh, he's he come, He looks really fit, does not he? Uh, I think yeah, he, does he does anyway. Does. Yeah, Looks yeah, he really does. fit. He has um, you know, a bit of energy about him when he he's getting his hands on the footy. Uh, there, obviously, the the intra club uh, was it intra club or was it a practice game they played at Arden Street where he he played really well.
0: I'm pretty sure oh, I, was I was interested in club match. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He, no, he, he played what he did.
1: Polish, looked really composed, looked really fit. Um, yeah. I think in terms of um, how he would feel, it should be uh, looked – he, he'd be really – should be really confident, like I said, in the sense that he knows he's done the work um, and that's a, a big tick, a real reward for his effort. And he should be going into this game uh, full of confidence. I think – uh, the matchup really would really suit him. I think Hawthorne play um, a similar sort of style. They 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 do like to go through their wings, I, I believe, and I think there'll be room for him um, out on a, on a wing in particular to to allow him to be able to run and get his hands on the footy. Uh, and yeah, you know, I think he uses it pretty well and can link up uh, through the middle of the ground and get some good inside fifties
0: yeah yeah, I definitely I think the open more space in the MCG will definitely help his uh, run and carry and like you yeah. said he is he's a class above with his skills like he can hit a target yeah you know, you, you've talked about the inside 50 entries he's one player that you'd feel confident could hit a target uh kicking the ball yeah. inside 50 so yeah, yeah definitely. No, he's definitely important and yeah hopefully uh we can see the best of him this year because last year was quite ordinary and I did say uh, there were, were whispers that uh, he didn't really have the right attitude coming into pre season, which made which obviously made a difference. And yeah, and he and he got a hamstring injury early in the year last year. So yeah, yeah hopefully, yeah, uh,
1: a lot of things didn't really go go his way. Um, and I guess I look at it as well. Yeah, he's a highly touted uh, recruit. Yeah. Um, come along from from Port. You know, very regarded, and it might yeah. have been a bit of a culture shock for him as well. And you know to yeah. to go from sort of being right up in the top 10 of a club to sort of, you know, you know whispers in the, from the outside, you know, from reporters and, and whatnot. And he would have been copping a bit of flack from opposition supporters and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, uh, hopefully he's uh, learned a lot from that last 12 months. And, and we, like you said, we see the best out of him and because uh, he can be a very pivotal player for us going forward.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah because we do like a lot of experience and he's an experienced camper and now he's uh, been an assistant for a long time he's 29 years old he's played a number of games i don't know exactly how many but um we kind of need him need him uh to get going so if we want to be yep. uh yeah if we want to win games he's his own like in his own right he's a match winner so yeah you know, because you can you can use a ball and uh Create uh, for his teammates quite well, so yeah. we'll, um, we'll certainly see. Because and another thing with that, I'll probably finish before I finish on uh, Jared Polak. Um Do you think the getting delisted and being uh, re rookied was a bit of a reality check for him as well? That uh, he might not, you know, be in the AFL system much longer if he keeps going the way he's going.
1: No, I think I, yeah. I think that was just a, a list management uh, decision. Yeah. Um, I don't think there would have been any underlying sort of message to him as such that he wouldn't have already got if there was one. So I don't think there's any anything sinister, if you could call it that, in that sort of okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, personally.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you sort of got do list. And never got re rookied again. So <laughs> yeah. Well, well we, we don't want we-
1: sort of changed.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. So, yeah, it's it's very different these days. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll go to another player here. Um, I'll talk about Jaden Stevenson. Um, I don't know if you've seen Matt much of his preseason. You would have seen him against Melbourne. Um, the thing that concerns me it's not his mistakes. Um, he hasn't he hasn't looked interested uh, basically in preseason. And I think it will it leads to bad habits um, if you keep going down his path. Does that worry you at all, or do you think uh, some players can just lift when it matters?
1: Um, a little bit, a little bit. I I know that there's there's players out there that just have that um look or that those mannerisms that aren't sort of conducive to someone that yeah wants to be there. Does that make sense? Like yeah, he he is committed to the to the club. He's committed to to the style and all that sort of stuff. And he just has those mannerisms. He just look like he's going through the motions or doesn't look interested and things like that. Um, yeah. So it just hasn't clicked for him yet um, this yeah. season. Like you so say, he hasn't hasn't been the best, and he'll probably admit that he hasn't been the best uh, yeah. at this stage. But we we know his talents. Um, how old is he now? 22, twenty Yeah, 22, yeah. twenty two. Yeah. So twenty two. Yeah, but then the other side of it too is how long can you play that youth card and that inexperienced yeah. oh, card? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, he should be looking to be more consistent, um, specifically this year. Uh, definitely looking for him to lift his consistency. But, yeah, I think he still has that up and down. We just hope the has more ups and downs, obviously.
0: Yeah.
1: Does hasn't well, like, so, started his, now as well, so, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, does his maturity worry you at all? Worry because at all. it's little things like, um, oh I don't God. know, you obviously didn't see the Sydney game, but it was, there's five minutes left in the game. He's about 60 metres out. And instead of moving the ball quicker and getting a deep forward entry, he's gone for a torpedo, had a set shot, which fell short. And then even with 15 seconds to go, there was a free kick against North. He just picked up the ball and had a shot on goal. Just still doing individual things. Do you, do you worry about his maturity?
1: Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> By yeah. Right, obviously not seeing it. And here, listening to you uh, explain it, that doesn't... Doesn't sound real flush. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't no. know. Is he? Yeah. you know, You'd like to think if that was the case. I'm, I'm sort of. I sound like I'm sort of sitting on the fence a bit, don't I? Um, oh, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely are. No, it's all good. I mean, I've be frustrating to see. Me. Yeah, go. On. Sorry, you go. Sorry, no. It'll no, be
1: frustrating no. to see uh, as a teammate, as a coach. Um, and then you know, without trying to let him off the hook too much, you go. Know, is it you know practice game? It's the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not a good look, but it's not the be all and end all. So do you, do you know what I'm trying to say? I, I don't yeah. want to let him off the hook too much, but yeah. if if we're talking about this, you know, uh, in six or seven weeks' time, then yeah, I'd be really, really concerned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I'm just thinking, like, would you have gotten away with this if you were just, like, 55 out in a practice match with five minutes to go? I thought, I'll just go for a tour yeah. for you, try and, get, uh, try and get a goal, you know, do, do me own yeah. thing. Um, would you get away with that with Dennis Bagan?
1: Do we know that he's got away with it?
0: Uh, I'm not too sure. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. Um yeah. Yeah. You, you I might
1: have yeah. been spoken to already. Um yeah, that might have been a bit of a, If that is the case, it might have been a bit of a kick up the backside to say, "Hey, that's not what we stand for." Yeah. Uh, yeah. As a teammate, I, I would like to think that someone like Jack Z, well, Aaron Hall, would have a bit of a whisper in his ear, say, "Hey, come on, that's not what we're all about." Yeah. I, again, going back, I'd be concerned if someone didn't say anything about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, would I have you got away with that?
0: I would not have even thought to do it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Yeah, I mean, and that's a fair point. Yeah, no, we don't know what's happened inside the four walls and uh, if he has been spoken to about it. I'm sure he has, but it's just a bit of a concern that after the pre season he had where he had that uh, motorbike incident that you sort of, that he would have got a talking to then, um, that he's still like um, done a couple of stupid, you know, in game things that, uh, yeah, you you don't want to see too often. So, yeah, anyways, we'll move, we'll move forward. let we'll talk about the game plan. Uh, are you worried about that at all?
1: Uh, I think game plan. Um, no, I'm not worried about it. I think it's the execution that's yeah. let it down. Um, I I th- no, so I think uh, we force. I think we force the issue too much yeah. uh, to, to implement that game plan. Uh, I think. They're skillful enough players to just, I think, just to let them let them use their natural talents as well. Um, I understand there needs to be a game plan and it's always something to fall back on, but, yeah. I, yeah. Does it sort of make sense when I say we're sort of trying to force it? like?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying yeah, to probably I go down think, the corridor too much, I think. And you, I just yeah.
1: think too many kicks are going. It's like anyone can see them, that they're going to go for that kick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: you can go – you look at it and go, why kick it there? Like there's three players around that, one player you're trying to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, why doesn't he just go back and take another three or four seconds and, and wait for something else to open up? You know, yeah. that's a, that's sort of what I mean by by forcing it. Um, I can see what they're trying to do, but sometimes uh, the option's just not there and you just need to go for something else. And the other, the other issue I have is um, forward handballs to someone – stationary or facing away from goal, that yeah, can't that's... give it to a runner. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Either. I'll, I'll go back to the Melbourne game. There was a couple of times where we uh, handled the ball forward um, and it was, yeah, like I said, to someone standing still or facing a, away from goal and they had no one to give it to, so they had to turn into trouble and got caught, whereas yeah. Melbourne still handled the ball forward, but it was always to a runner that was always, uh, yeah. I want to say always, majority of the time, was to a yeah. runner that was running forward as well,
0: yeah. yeah or yeah. it
1: was to someone that can give it off to a runner that was going forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I we've got, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got Aaron Hall back this week, which will make a big difference. We didn't have Aaron Hall in that game, so maybe they were. There was a few times they look maybe looked for that uh, run and carry player, and um, yeah, got caught out by handball yeah. into a stationary Josh Walker, you know, or something like that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just on game plans, game plans vary during the course of the game as well. Like You, you can't yeah. always be attacking and, you know, you know, we, we'd love to have that uh, third quarter against Carlton last year where we kicked seven goals to nothing all the time, but it doesn't always work like that too, does it? Like sometimes yeah. you have to be a bit patient with the ball, um, you know, kick backwards 45, you know. And and try and switch the, the ball to the other side of the ground to get an open entry. So, yeah, it can be uh, dictated uh, a lot by opposition as well. So, and how, how they're going during the course of the game. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll see how we go um, d- during the year with that. So, we'll talk about some matchups. Uh, I see Chad Wingard as a pretty important player this week. Who do you think plays on him?
1: I thought it would have been a good matchup for Kyron Hayden. Um, he's named as a Emergency. As an emergency, so that won't obviously happen. Um, yeah. well, I, just, I don't know, he obviously doesn't get his hands on the footy as much as what someone like Aaron Hall or 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 Jack Siebel uh do, but I just see that he could potentially be a player that can lock down um an opposition uh forward like Chad Wingard. Um, mm. Kane Turner can obviously play some lockdown roles as well, and you know, you're going to get 110% out of Kane Turner. Yeah. um the other the the option I see with the team that we've named is Aaron Hall um yeah. on the proviso that that um uh, when he runs because you still want him to run and carry uh yeah. that a winger will will then rotate back and cover because I don't yeah. think like I um in no um and purposes saying that Chan Wingun is, is a is a lazy player I, I don't advocate for that at all but potential for Aaron Hall to be able to work off him um, when we have the footy. Uh, But then if we turn the ball over there, obviously Wingard alone in a a defensive uh, 50 is going to be tough. So I would say Aaron Hall to play on him when they've got the footy, work off him and then have some coverage back there for him to cover for him if Hall finds himself up the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one because I do like the idea of – making Chad Wingard to get accountable to Aaron Hall yep. as well. So even if you're half chases, oh. like he gets the ball back, he gets it on the wing rather than actually deep in the forward yep. 50. Sort yep. of thing. So, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad one. So, yeah, i I'd probably go, yeah, I'll, I'll go I I yeah, i I'd go Kane Turner. Yeah, I just thought he was a he was a very good lockdown defender, small defender for us last year. And, um, yeah, it took Sean Atlee spot yeah. out of that. And yeah. did, did some really good jobs. Like, he, he did a really good job in Waitman last year after he got on top of us early. Um, and, yeah, I, I just – yeah, I, I prefer a lockdown defender like lock him. And um, I think he can do a job for us this week. Or yeah. maybe even the Luke McDonald um, could be a possibility.
1: Yeah, I I'll just worry about um, pace off the line yeah, yeah. pace.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought – uh, yeah, sorry. Um I thought McDonald would have been a good matchup for Luke Bruce, but uh he's not playing this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll uh we'll see how we go. Uh other uh, matchups you see, a... oh, go ahead.
1: No I didn't say anything, sorry, mate.
0: Oh, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I thought I heard something. So okay, uh other matchups you see uh, the key.
1: Yeah, I haven't really. I did have a quick look before I uh going <laughs> <before> <turned laughs> on. Good. Um I think where we could potentially get on top would be in the ruck. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Goldstein and Sherry. Uh, they've, I think they've got, they've got a pretty young ruckman in. Is it Ned? Max Lynch. Yeah. Oh, uh, McAvoy, and is it the the young fella, Ned? Um, Ned Reeves, is it?
0: Oh, uh, something. I think they got Max Lynch as well from Collingwood. I know he's his name there, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so in a
1: full pocket.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think... Um, I think midfield out. battle.
1: Midfield battle is yeah. going to be pretty good. Um, yeah. Simpkin, Thomas, uh, LDU up against, as, as named, um, uh Mitchell and John Uka. Uh We'll go potentially with a run-with roll um, on someone like Simpkin or uh, Taron Thomas. And yep. I was just about to say, I just got into saying, this is the exciting part about our midfield potential uh, is that, you know, you, you have someone like Newcombe go to one of those players, then you got yeah. LDU, uh, you can throw Jason Horn-Francis in there as well, uh, mm-hmm. Hugh Greenwood. You know, we've got potential there now that if we do have a player that gets locked down upon, um, that we could open up other areas. We have potential now to open up other areas.
0: Um yep. Yeah,
1: Which yeah,
0: is definitely. pretty exciting. Uh, with Jason Lord Francis, may as well talk about him. He's been a talk of the town. Uh, where do you see him predominantly playing as a forward, um, or do you want to see more in a in a midfield, uh, like a 70-30 split or opposite way around? Like where he plays seventy percent forward and thirty percent midfield. How would you like to see it?
1: Uh, again, go back to our to our midfield potential. Um, we, if <laughs> the luxury, I think we might have is if he starts to get on top in our forward line, we could keep him there. Yeah. If yeah. we're starting to struggle a little bit in the middle or he is struggling to get his hands on the footy, we'll throw him in the middle, get him in amongst it. So in terms of split, 70-30 uh, forward, yeah, I would yeah, say uh, 60-40 uh, yeah. because we know his capability above his head. Um and his ground level stuff is is fantastic as well. He could be a really dangerous forward. You know, oh, yeah. you know, you've got Larky there. You got Zerha, Colin uh, Coleman, Jones. You know, you got a, a fourth defender to take a Horn frown. I know it's a lot of pressure to put on someone that hasn't played okay. the game yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we, you know, but we know what he what his ability uh, can be. So you know, imagine him uh, against a fourth or fifth defender. Uh, yeah. for Hawthorne because he can play tall, he can play small. So he's going to be a very difficult matchup for a Hawthorne defender.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm not too sure uh, who they've got. They've got a very young back line too. So, yeah, I mean, we've got to ask... I mean, that, that could be possibly a reason why we've gone with uh, the three rucks um, because we want to stretch their defence. So, yeah, going back to that. But, yeah, Jason on Francis, I think at this stage, they'll probably want to protect him a bit this year. He's only 18 years old. And David Noble, he does, says... He, Said he's going to predominantly play forward because he just wants to protect him from, um, you know, the bigger bodies and mature bodies of the AFL players, seasoned players anyway. But in saying that, he's very well built for an 18-year-old. That's for sure. He's a very strong yeah. body player. So I yeah, remember well, one
1: that. one centre bounce against Melbourne. We lost two or three clearances in a row, um, and I think he might have lined up on Oliver. Yeah, um, and he did not give up front spot. It's like he had that determination to go. We've lost the last couple. Yeah, uh, we're not losing this one. And it didn't matter whether it was Oliver Petraka um, or or a young uh, Melbourne mid. He was it looked like he was determined to go. This is mine, and he ended up yeah. getting the clearance for it. So I think he's got a uh, wise head on some young shoulders, but he's got that determination as well to 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 not lose.
0: Yeah, definitely. He's um, he's a very special talent, as we can sort of tell, and uh, very very exciting uh, future ahead for us. Uh, watching him for over a number of years in the blue and white, we've uh, I think we're very lucky to get him. So, after all that, uh, what's your final prediction for Sunday? Uh,
1: big opportunity to get off to a good start um, against a team that's um, had a uh, few media people Just sort of put a pressure put pressure on them a little bit. New coach, um, you know Sam Mitchell's a, a talented, obviously a talented player, talented coach, very smart mind. So he'll, he'll have them ready to go. But I think there's a massive opportunity for us to get off to a good start if yeah, we can yeah. um, minimize our turnovers, particularly through the corridor. I think we'll have a good win. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll go for a four goal win uh, for us to get off to a good start.
0: Yeah, that'll be awesome. That would uh, that would uh, be a very good start to our year because uh, we haven't been off. Uh, we were 18th position, uh, first round last year after a loss to Port Adelaide and finished 18th. We never moved from there. So, yeah, it would be nice to get off to a good start. Like, I don't usually put too much importance on round one games because it is a bit unpredictable. You've seen Carlton win last night, uh, so forth. Like, I, th- I think after about six or seven weeks, you sort of get a read of how your team's going uh, yep. during the course of the year. So, yeah, round one, you always get those upsets like Gold Coast tend to t- start Pretty quickly as well. They usually win their first three or four, and then fall away pretty quickly. So, yeah, I mean, but this one, I, I feel like this is the best opportunity in a number of years to really, you know, It's probably the most important game for a number of years. I'd say for around one game. So, yeah, I, I, I hope I hope we're up for it, and um, yeah, we can definitely get a win. So, yeah, yeah we'll. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, did you want to add anything else, Troy? Before I let you go.
1: Um. No, nah, uh, be patient. <laughs> we're still a yeah, working progress. We're not play. gonna not gonna uh, reinvent um, everything in in twelve months. And you know, um, be patient with uh, Jason Horn, Francis, and a lot of our younger players that are coming through because they're not gonna turn it a full one eighty in in the, in the space of six months as well. In being there, so we're gonna have some downs, but uh, I predict we're gonna have a lot more ups than what we did last year.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I think uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a long term thing. It's it is a marathon. uh, This rebuild process. It's not going to be a quick fix. And uh, we saw it went down that path at the start of last year, and it's continued. It's going to continue this year. I mean, I expect us to be more competitive in uh, in games, but uh, yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot of. tough tough losses as well. So that that's all part of the learning process. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you looked at Melbourne, you know, three or four years ago, they were, they were writing off Christian Petrarca, that he's only a one-way player. Clayton Oliver was talked about going to Carlton um, at the start of last season or even the season before. So, yeah, I mean, we, we just got to get these kids to 100, 150 games as quick as we can, and once we see that after a few pre seasons, makes a big difference. And uh, that's when uh, we'll start competing. It'll probably be about 2024. You'd have to start thinking that we'll be a top four, top six team. So,
1: really?
0: yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's it. So we'll uh, we'll uh, see how we go. Anyways, uh, Troy, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks very much for coming on the show. I appreciate
1: um, you having me, mate.
0: No, 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 it's, uh, it's, uh, it's been it's been a very informative chat. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, putting me in line for sort of uh, uh, talking about Jaden Stevenson. I was sort of saying that uh, no one put, uh, pulled his head in, but, uh, yeah, you sort of said uh, the coaching staff would have had a word to him. So, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's good to get your informative opinion about these things, being the next player well, yourself. Very so good, Dean. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. No nah, sure. Troy. You enjoy the rest of your week. You know. Likewise. So thanks to Troy Makepeace for coming on the show once again. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a very, very uh, important round one clash. Probably the most important one, I feel, for a number of years for the club. And it's, it'll be nice to get off to one of those, those start. We generally start pretty poor against um, in round one games, not against anyone in particular. But we generally have been slow starters, notoriously pre, uh, under... You know, Brad Scott and you know, and so forth before that. So, yeah, we, we don't really win many round one games. So not that you want to put too much performance into the whole season for the round one game, but, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you, you kind of want to get off to a good start, especially after winning the Wooden Spoon last season anyways, that's it for me um for this week um yeah, so I did two shows today uh and two shows will come in in feed pretty quickly uh tonight as well so yeah don't forget to like subscribe retweet um yeah um give a rating and a review on apple uh apples at the Apple store and yeah that really helps out the show and it goes to more platforms and yeah like like i said uh in the previous episode you know i was talking to a north supporter at a wedding yesterday and he never even heard of my show yet so yeah the more it goes out there the more downloads it gets the more people uh hear the show and yeah the grow- show grows and yeah and more you know more more north supporters can listen to it which is um only a good thing i would think anyways that's it for me i we'll um be back probably on Monday. We'll probably do a preview a review. A review of the North versus uh Hawthorne game as well as probably might even do a review review of the North versus Fremantle game. Hopefully we can get over the line. Uh, Loza didn't give me much uh, give, didn't give me much confidence, but that's her opinion. That's why I get her on. You want that neutral opinion, so yeah. Hopefully, we can get over the line against uh, Fremantle in the women's uh, game. I, I, I still think that uh, yeah, that having that home ground advantage at Arden Street will make a difference and we'll get over the line tomorrow. I'm confident in that. So yeah, you never but you never know. It's finals, so yeah, it's a very exciting time. Very exciting weekend ahead. You know, we're going to see Jason on Francis for the first time. We're going to see the women's. Uh, finals tomorrow so yeah no it's a it's a very exciting weekend and uh, should be a lot of fun hopefully anyways that's it for me I will leave a shout out to Mark Hepburn bye for now